Consistent self-improvement, everybody. I am Classic Carpenter, music producer and vocal cellist and entrepreneur. Tuning in live in downtown LA. I got my co-host tuning in from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What it do, man? It's the one and only, man. Your boy, Dirt YD, man. You already know what it is, man. Here and um, we just want to open it up by saying, man, I hope everybody doing good, man. I know it's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but you're not alone. We are here with you to keep you entertained, to keep your mind off all the extra. So um, thank you all for tuning in to Teach Me Some Podcast, man. We're going to see if we can learn something and see if we can share something with y'all also. Man. So as we move forward for this in particular segment, I would like to discuss something that I, you know, I'm going to keep it as positive as possible so that, you know, it, I don't want to lower any vibrations. It's not like I always talk about these types of things outside of learning something. But this is from my experience and kind of what I've learned, even dealing with a lot of the things that's going on um, out there today. I like to start with it's being called a revolution. And to get a good understanding of trying to see what a revolution is. So from my experience, you would think you would see immediate change in certain areas. Last night here in, I'm in downtown area, there was a car accident. It was very loud and it sounded like death. Immediately when you heard it, you knew somebody is very, very hurt immediately instinctively go help so as i leave the part coming out of my apartment door the my um, neighbor across the street across from me the hall they're coming out this the, the same time like yeah you heard that yeah it sounds terrible let's go see if somebody needs some help leaving out of the apartment complex you know i we're, we're out of the apartment we're walking up the sidewalk we see people standing looking in the direction of where the apartment, where the car accident came from. So we walk past them and we see some other people in there's another apartment complex that's across from our building, looking in the direction of where the apartment came, where the, um, the accident came from. Yep. We walk on up the hill to where the accident is and it's nighttime and it's actually after curfew. Didn't give a fuck about none of that. So I'm looking, I don't see anybody in the car. And I'm, I'm, the music is still going on. It's a lot of stuff in the car, but I don't see anybody. Even when I walked past the people, they didn't really say anything. We were just going over there to see if anybody needed help. That was all we cared about. So me, I'm the first person that actually gets to there, to the scene. It's two big apartment complexes, but I just so happened to be the first person to get out there. I noticed there's nobody there. In my brain, okay, this just went from an accident scene to a crime scene because number one, it's me standing here, a black man. So what do I have to do? Luckily enough, I know what to do. Let me call the police first because I got here first. Now I'm calling the police during a time when we not supposed to be calling the police. So I'm calling the police. The guy, you know, he's, on there, very professional. And I'm still processing a lot of this stuff in my head. Like, man, I'm the first person here. These people gone. I thought I was coming over here to help somebody. And this ain't really what it was. 
and the per the, the the um operator on the phone asked me what's my phone number i could not even remember my phone number <laughs> and i it, this has never happened to me before but i couldn't grab my own phone number and i'm wondering even as i sit there's like what was that and it's a certain kind of adrenaline that goes through your brain when you know people have accidents now the other people that were sitting there watching say that they saw the people get out and run off they said they looked drunk but they didn't run over to see if there was a dead body in the car or anybody needed help that's one of the first things to go back even a little bit further with my street performing experience one day i'm street performing and you know everybody's watching doing their thing and a very drunk guy walks up immediately when he oh, is that a go? i knew immediately oh man this is like one of my drunk uncles man i'm all right <laughs> rule number one don't knock him out that's what jumps to my head don't it's not going to end violent he's too drunk he's clearly drunk you have experience with drunk people. This is a homeless drunk person. There's nothing to prove here. So he continues to, you know, be loud. He starts to walk over and accidentally walks past my phone and disconnect the, the cord. So the show stops. Nobody's has stopped him, you know, just still they're watching. They was watching me play my cello and amused when I was playing it, but now that the show has stopped, okay, they're still just waiting. And I was kind of waiting to see if uh, anybody gonna stop him from messing up the show that they was enjoying. So I end up having to get up and I'm still already calm because I've, I've performed there before. There's security in the area. Sometimes when people start acting up, they'll come out and run them off. If they walk through there and they know I'm familiar, they'll run them off. They ain't got to do nothing. They just run them off. They know, yo, get them off. So I'm sitting there i stand up and i look down to see where the security usually is when stuff pop off i see the guy walk out i see him look down at my way and then i see him walk and turn and walk the other direction and i notice him i locked eyes with him i saw that he saw this guy disturbing me so all right i'm not even worried about the drunk dude completely not worried he's no threat at all even when I, I put my hand up towards the, the security guy, the drunk guy, I guess he, you know, in his drunk mood, just pushed my arm a little bit. It ain't nothing to me. So I'm not <laughs> even thinking about him. But how to use that physical, he's touched me. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna walk down here and I'm asking the security guy, because my contention, attention completely changed from the drunk guy to the security guy now, because he ain't doing nothing when he's, always eager to do something they're always eager to do something but in this in particular situation he ain't doing nothing so i went down there to address him like yo dude you see this dude down here bothering me i know y'all usually run people off you know what are you what are you waiting for to come down and address the situation i'm like he's already you saw him kind of halfway push me it wasn't even a whole push so i can't say he pushed me but just he, he touched me so you're not gonna do nothing it's like what if i would have knocked him out and then when I said, what if I would have knocked him out? He said, well, that's when I would have had to call the police. But I'm like, yo, but I'm already having to defend myself. I got to defend myself first 
for you to then call the police. So now, imagine I've hit him. He's drunk as hell. He falls back, busts his head, and now I'm no longer allowed at Fifth and Seventh anymore, or uh, Fig and Seventh. And in that that moment, that whole scenario, I realized that people ain't gonna do shit first. People will watch the show, and they whatever happens happens they waiting to film but they're not gonna jump out and help as fast as i will go out and help my damn self this is not a revolution my experience last night with people to jump out and to it didn't matter what color you were in that car you heard something that sound like death somebody needed help between two apartment complexes it was four black people that showed up to help first so is this a revolution? No, this is not the revolution. And this is, we write two minutes, three minute jog right down from where they protesting and rioting and stuff. Is this a revolution? No. And that's just what I have to say from my personal experience with me being the kind of person that I am I'm from Mississippi. I live in downtown LA. People know me from street performing. People know that, yo, I just want to give good vibes and, you know, chase my dream. So let me ask you this. With, with the experience that you had that night, um, a lot of people are, are, are quick to say, you know, what will work, what won't work. Being the experience that you had and what you went through last night and also the same thing with the the guy when you were performing, what would be your suggestion as to how we can improve our current situation? We have to learn how to take risk because it is a risk. You defending yourself, yeah, it could be a risk or it could be the end. You defending somebody else, it could be, you know, the beginning or it could be the end yeah but it ain't when are we gonna begin like even for the the, the cameraman situation you have the cameraman that's filming i've never been in a situation where i've had to necessarily defend anybody else against the police i've been in a situation where i've had to defend myself against the police not necessarily physically, but to let them know that I am intelligent and bruh, I'm, you not, I'm not the one. Right. There's a certain amount of fear that leaves when you know what wrong is and you know, yo, no, not me and not in front of me. I've been in situations, oh my bad, go ahead. So it sounds like education is the key. As long as you heart, know man, you gotta, doing, you, you gotta, you gotta know, know. It would have been different. The riot started late. The riots start late. The riots should have started the day of. A lot of riots. So if that's not the riots, but the fighting back or the change, the protest, just the change or the action, it's supposed to be day of. It's not supposed to be on camera. And that's when yeah, I feel. That's the difference in the change. You got, you got to find be the difference some in the kind change, of way man. to 
you got to find some kind of way to get people to understand what, what the issue is. Because a lot of people ain't interested in fixing it because it's not an issue for them. So, but even then, um, but but for the, the the instance from last night though, you heard a car, and the 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 reason it sounded like death. Nobody was hurt. I didn't say that. Nobody was hurt. The reason it sounded like death was because they hit a light pole, and the pole fell and hit the ground and made a noise that sounded like a building was falling. That sound was like, "Stop what you're doing." go out here and help somebody. I don't have none of the footage on my phone. There's people that have the footage from last night on their phone. I don't have nothing on my phone that I can show you. My first instinct in these situations is not to pull out my phone and record. My first instinct in these situations is to go out there and help somebody or do something, not pull out my phone and record. I That's, feel you on that, but it, it, it also goes back to one thing that you said was that you know that nobody's going to step up, nobody's going to fight for you the way that you are. So, but it hurt my feelings to where if I was in that car and I needed somebody's help last night, mm-hmm. ain't nobody come. I couldn't come help myself. If I wouldn't have came and helped myself, the other people might have came. Yeah, they might have got there. But Yo, not saying that is right, but that's the word that we in, man. And that's my point with it, you know. So I can't, you know, to come back to it with the whole thing. It's crazy out here. There's a lot of manipulation going on. I don't know what quite is going on out there, but they're calling it a revolution, and. I can't say that I'm seeing any change as of last night. Don't have anything to do with color. Absolutely nothing to do with color. Everything to do with your spirit and your heart. And that's all I, I can I can I can see that. I can see that to a certain extent. Even with even with them calling it a revolution, it's still I can see it more so as the start of a re- revolution. People are starting to wake up now and see what's really going on, and it's not just the black people that are seeing it. You got other people of other races who are seeing it also. But yeah, for my personal are, experience, though, I understand that. But for my personal experience. What changed last night was that, yo, if we were seeing some change, we would have saw a little something last night. We ain't have nothing to do with race. So it's like in, in a certain vortex, it's- You know, you know what that change was though? What Previously, was that? It, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been nobody that showed up, but last night it was four people that showed up. We've always showed up. We've always showed up to help. A lot of times it it turned out positive last night, but that's what scared me the most, honestly. What what scared me the most is that we're living in a time where people use calling the police against people like me. And I'm one of the first ones to run out there and try to help somebody that probably wouldn't help somebody like me. 
and this is where we're at. But that's another thing that you got to take in consideration. Also, let's say you were you were the first person that w- that was on scene, and when the cops showed up, they treated that as if you know, one either you're the victim, or you you're the suspect. So how was it? How was it for you when they showed up? Were you treated as a victim, or were you treated? Not as a at all. I was not needed. Yeah. They clearly knew that this dude is no. I wasn't treated as a suspect at all. They didn't even know but who was a, in the car accident. But that's a lot of the fear that we have, though. And one that's of the things of I did notice, though, that also one of the mental things everybody had on a mask except the four people that came out to help. <laughs> So do I think go out and help first or do I think COVID first and then go out and help? I thought, man, just go out and help. So first, first thing is self-preservation, man. Yeah. But think on another, on another topic, (laughs) it's been an illusion a lot. A lot of things are illusions. So let's make sure we know what's reality and what's an illusion when it's giving to us. I want to say something positive. I want to go to the positive stuff, though. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in from Instagram Live and also for this little in particular segment on that. I kind of wanted to just get that off my chest a little bit, though, because I got so much love for everybody. But it's a lot of chaos going on right now. So it's hard to find out really where the love is. You see some love, but is is that that real love? Is that love real? And fake love is poison. Yeah. It's fake like, love it's like is one poison. Of the, it's like one of the guys said here in the Instagram live chat. You have to know yourself, the enemy, and the laws in order to make a change. You got to know what you're capable of. You got to know what your enemy's capable of. And you got to know the laws that that pertain to you and the land that you are. You got to know how to move around and you got to know what can and what can't happen to you. That that's a lot of the that's a lot of the things that needs to be done as far as the the first step to making the change is the education of knowing what's right, what's wrong. You're born with that. But you got to know how to move within those rules that they made, what they call the laws of the land. But at the same time, you have to be able to speak that with, with the conviction of knowing that what you're saying is right and that can't nobody tell you that you're wrong. You're not going to let nobody violate you. Because no matter how much you can say that you're right and you know that you're right, they're still going to try to just to see, okay, do you really know what you say you know? So having that confidence and knowing that, okay, I know my rights. I know what can and what can't happen to me. I know what you're supposed to be doing. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not breaking any laws by being here. And until we can stand strong on that and know that what we're doing is right, then yeah, they're gonna always continue to try and push us and try try and test us to see, see what we know, how much do we know, how much can they get away with. But until we can stop that, then ain't none of this ever gonna stop. I agree with you. 
I agree with you. Make sure y'all um, follow us on Anchor Teach Me Something podcast with Classic Carpenter and Dirt YD. Um, yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, American Gypsy. That's G Y P C, American Gypsy YouTube channel. We also got merch at Luamli dot com l u a m l e e dot c o m p no i'm, I'm sure c o m p c o m i looked at the podcast <laughs> and i was going to read everything off the podcast <laughs> classic.com but um also with classic.com k l a c c i k dot com slash backslash p o d c a s t classic.com backslash podcast that's where you know you can find this podcast and edit it to form almost something like that. But we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Indeed. Future and in the in, in the, the present moment. Stay safe. Love everybody. Anything you want to say, Dirt Wise, before we cut oh, out? Oh man, time uh, time went by fast today, man. I will say, man, we uh but I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, stay tuned, man. We got a lot more to come, man. I promise you these podcasts can only get better. Um, <clears throat> one thing I want to remind everybody of, man, that we will be uh, reaching out to our followers, man. We, um, we're big on this music thing. We're big on bigging up the next person and building up the next person. So there are giveaways that we'll be doing, um, whether it's beats, whether it's, we doing we giving away features, um, mixing and mixing podcasts, editing podcasts for you all. If you all need any music for, if you're doing a podcast or if you have anything that you need doing, you need any type of promotion, feel free to hit us up, man. We'll make sure that we uh, we'll treat you right, man. We um we'll put you in there and, and make it look real good for you. So, for this segment, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and. No matter what, man, consistent self-improvement, work on yourself in every way, spiritually, physically, um, creatively, just work on yourself, man, improve yourself. That's what life is all about. At the end of this thing, hey, you just want to be the best that you can be. So it's all about consistent self-improvement. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Appreciate it, man. Y'all be safe out there, man.